Welcome to the Voice Tech Podcast. Join me, Carl Robinson, in conversation with the world's leading voice technology experts. Discover the latest products, tools, and techniques, and learn to build the voice apps of the future. What has been surprising is that when you have someone get in the car and it starts being able to communicate with them via voice, that they kind of relax, they become more comfortable in this, and it helps break that trust barrier. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Voice Tech Podcast. My name's Carl Robinson, and this is episode 46, Automobiles of the Future, Voice UX. In today's episode, recorded on September the 10th, you'll hear my conversation with Adam Enfield, the head of user experience at Serence, formerly known as Nuance Automotive. So this was a really fun conversation to have and a fascinating glimpse into what the cars of the future are going to look like and the role that voice will play in them. Uh, but it's not just about voice, really the, the vision that Adam uh, explained is that it's really all about multimodal interactions using sensors that capture eye gaze, hand gestures, conversational bots, uh, and more besides. Uh, so a very exciting glimpse of, of what's to come and, and what's currently being built into many of the new cars of today. Uh, Adam explains uh, some of the advantages um, offered by voice and demanded by users and manufacturers, such as increased safety, reduced complexity of the modern car, entertainment and productivity options, um, takes us through some of the sensors that are being used from interior cameras to infrared eye tracking, uh, emotion sensing, uh, and more besides. Um, we talk about how all of this is going to be integrated into the cars and, uh, and how the, the data is going to be used, uh, including some of the privacy concerns. Uh, and then we discuss, of course, the design challenges for uh, a voice-enabled automobile. Um, personalization includes customer wake words, custom speech tone, uh, transparency of data collected, uh, also contextual adaptation, the car knowing what you're doing, what you're looking at, what maybe the music you're listening to and, and adapting the conversation according to that. Adam explains how some of the uh, manufacturers are, are seeing, uh, seeing voice uh, as part of the, the bigger picture. The big companies are working more and more closely together. Um, one of the big topics is cognitive arbitration, uh, which is basically to decide which of the many bots that will exist inside your car is going to be the one that serves uh, any particular instance. And, and Serence's solution helps specifically with that, choosing the best spot in each instance and avoiding a jarring experience when they're switching between them. Um, we also discuss uh, the many benefits of emotion and mood tracking, um, creating that emotional bond between car and user, uh, which is good for the manufacturers and for the drivers, speech am anthropomorphism, uh, giving human characteristics to your car, um, improving that bond, which then improves brand loyalty, um, and then lastly, we tackle autonomous vehicles, of course. Um, we discuss the six different levels of autonomy and the role that voice plays at each level uh, and much, much more besides. Really fascinating conversation. You're absolutely going to want to listen to this one. Definitely one of my favorite conversations of the year. And uh, I'm excited to bring it to you today. So I've been releasing episodes since April 2018, and I've decided to make some changes to the way the show is released and introduce a paid plan for my more dedicated listeners. So first of all, from now on, all full episodes of the Voice Tech podcast will be publicly available for just a limited period of time after their release. So a few weeks after release, they'll be swapped out for short previews of the episodes, which is effectively paywalling the back catalogue. There'll always be a minimum of two full episodes freely available. The good news is that if you're a regular listener who downloads the episodes as they're released, perhaps you're subscribed in a, a podcast app, then there'll be absolutely no change for you. You'll still get a full free episode every week to listen to. My reasoning is that 
if people find enough value in the episodes to actually seek them out from the archive, perhaps they're new listeners, um, then they're likely industry professionals who would be happy to pay a few dollars to access the content. And the more general reason I'm doing this is because since switching to weekly episodes, my costs have risen, as well as the amount of time that I spend producing the episodes. So really, I'm in need of additional funds, and I invite you to support me. So now, for just a few dollars a month, it's currently $8 a month, but that may go up later, uh, you can become a Voice Tech Pro and receive a range of exclusive benefits in return. You can get all the details at voicetechpodcast.com slash pro, but I'll mention a few here now. Uh, first of all, the entire back catalogue of episodes will be available to Voice Tech Pros. This means you unlock access to all the content I've produced thus far to consume at your leisure. Voice Tech Pros also get extra content, such as bonus questions in the interviews, plus exclusive interviews made just for Voice Tech Pro subscribers. And I'm working on a really interesting concept right now just for that. Voice Tech Pros also get to hear episodes sooner than everyone else, weeks ahead of their public release, in fact, giving them an informational advantage, so to speak. And additionally, Voice Tech Pros get higher quality episodes. So that means no ads and also studio quality sound. Uh, and finally, it's, of course, a chance to support the show. Like I was saying, um, I'd like to keep producing these episodes on a weekly basis. Uh, by contributing, you can ensure that I do keep producing them and maintain a, the great quality that you're, uh, that you're used to. So in summary, uh, if you want to keep the podcast alive, if you want to get more content, if you want to get higher quality content, and you want to get it before everyone else, then go to voicetechpodcast.com slash pro and become a Voice Tech Pro. Thanks. So it's my great pleasure to be joined on the line by Adam Enfield, the Head of User Experience at Nuance Automotive. Uh, based in uh, the USA, in uh, Burlington, Massachusetts, uh, Nuance powers more than 280 million cars on the road today, creating conversational, intelligent mobility experiences for nearly every major automaker in the world. Adam, welcome to the show. Thanks. It's a pleasure to be here, Carl. Yeah, really excited um, about this conversation, really because... Uh, we're going to be talking about the automobiles of the future, which involve the convergence of two of the most transformative technologies of our generation, that being voice interfaces and autonomous vehicles. Um, so very, very exciting topic to, to discuss today. Before, yeah. we, before we get started, um, Nuance Automotive is soon to uh, spin off into a new company. So uh, if you're able to, would you tell us the, the new name of the company and uh, some of the reasoning behind that? Yeah, of course. Uh, this is something I'm, I'm really excited to be able to talk to you a little bit about as well. Um, so we will become Serence uh, Incorporated, um, Serence as of um, October 1st of this year. And uh, this is a decision that was made a little while back to try to uh, allow the automotive part of Nuance to be able to uh, be a little more empowered to do things that are automotive specific. You know, while we were um, a meaningful part of the nuance business. Um, this was a way to kind of uh, allow us to go off on our own and grow. Because as you said, the, the automotive uh, market is one huge market that's evolving very rapidly. Voice technology is as well. And this is right. a way for us to focus on bringing those two together. I see. I mean, nuance is a huge company, um, most well known for IVR, for, for healthcare solutions, mm -hmm. I believe as well. Um, yeah. It must be, yeah, it must be a, a huge organization to, to manage. And uh, at some point when I understand Nuance Automotive is also doing very well financially. It makes sense to, to spin it off into its own entity. Yep. Yep. Excellent. Okay, well, let's nice segue into what, what does Nuance Automotive, now known as Serence, do? What's the, what's the value proposition and what's the, the kind of products that you guys build over there? Yeah, well, I mean, coming from Nuance, uh, 
obviously our, our nature is focusing on voice and voice in the car in the automotive context here. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we think about where things are going, though, um, we're looking at doing more than just voice in the car for the future. We're looking at building off of what you know, Nuance has done for, for decades and what Nuance Automotive has done as well for over a decade. And starting to expand that more where we look at more multimodal interactions in the vehicle, um, where it's not just the voice that, that comes in and out of the car, but looking at things such as eye gaze and, and hand gestures um, and, and taking all of those very natural human-like elements of, of conversation and bringing them into the car. And then it's about bringing um, more of the uh, the role of AI, which I know is a nice and generic term everyone can use now. Right. Um, but as far as we're concerned, it's about helping make sure that these cars are more conversational, more intelligent, uh, can be more predictive and do more things for you. Uh, and so Serence will kind of take take that multimodal set of, of human-like interactions, uh, the artificial intelligence, and build that towards uh, the future of cars, which includes all those, those fun case things, you know, around connectivity, autonomous vehicles, and that sort as well. Indeed, indeed. To help me understand a little bit more about your product offering then, so you're working with these major car manufacturers in order to provide them a, a suite of different tools that I assume they're, they're looking to integrate into their their products, their their cars by connecting it with their own voice assistants or connecting it through to some of the third party voice assistants like Alexa and Google Assistant, but as what well, but not just voice assistants, all of these other technologies as well, like iron head movements, gestures, emotions, all of these things. So it's a suite of technologies that are allowing car makers to use in order to uh maximize and uh, improve the performance of their products. Yeah. Well, and and it's definitely, uh, as you said, allowing that flexibility for for the automakers there. I mean, as a user experience um, person, you know, one of the things that's very clear to me is that users have this loyalty to their automakers. Mm-hmm. They're loyalty to a lot of things. There's a lot of things they expect. And so our role there is to to provide those technologies and provide access to tooling to allow them to build these experiences that will allow any automaker to maintain their brand or be able to to play you know uh, nicely and include other uh, bots or assistants as necessary as well. Excellent. Um, we, we mentioned that you, you work with almost every major automaker in the world. Um, what, who are some, some examples of people you work with? Uh, so two of the ones that we, we'll probably talk about more later that I, I think show some of the, the best implementations of our technology to date are, are BMW uh, as well as Daimler. But mm-hmm. uh, I mean, we also have, as you said, almost every automaker, but uh, you know, Ford, uh, General Motors, uh, Audi, um, globally, uh, automakers from, from the major markets. Excellent. And, and what kind of problems are they looking to solve with the, these technologies then? Well, I mean, it, so while traditionally voice was thought of as the way to reduce distraction in the car, that still remains the case in, in, in many ways. It's a way to um, help people keep their eyes on the road. Um, but now, you know, even though that, that's still a, a, a problem that automakers um, um, aren't losing sight of, thankfully, um, now it's more a matter of, of trying to be able to make all of these these new levels of complexity coming in the car, these, these solutions that are becoming so insanely complex and, mm. and bringing so much data and functionality in, and just trying to make the interactions with them uh, both simple and elegant, uh, as I like to say. Um, and so it's a matter of, of trying to boil down that complexity into those, those easy interactions. And, and that's part of why voice becomes so natural of a way to get at that. Indeed. Yeah. Um, I've said it before on the podcast that the more complex the technology is, the more natural an interface is required in order to be able to control it. We're thinking of, you know, uh, social robotics, for instance, when you want to ask to do a whole plethora of things, you want to chain requests together, you need a natural interface because you just can't be tapping anymore. And especially in a car when your hands are occupied, your attention is uh, is consumed by another task. 
uh, you really have very little resources to devote to uh, to interacting with a, a complex form of technology. So it mm -hmm. makes a lot of sense um, from a from a safety point of view. But why is it specifically that manufacturers um, want to improve safety? I know it's a, it sounds like a, a silly question, but there's I, I know once upon a time users didn't really want to wear seatbelts, car manufacturers didn't want to put them in. So there must have been a there's a growing trend for. Um, the need for more safety equipment in cars, both on the manufacturer side and on the demand side from customers. Yeah, well, and and so I mean, safety. When I ask anyone in, in any given user study, or when I'm talking with anyone who drives a car, you know, why? What, what do you think the role of for voice in the car is? Uh, they still report safety as being the number one thing that they they believe it's there to help them with. So mm -hmm. there's still this perception from the the market that the voice helps with that, and there's a desire from people to do that. And whenever I, I ask around, uh, what what else could a car do for you in the future, uh, independent of if it has to do with with what nuance builds or not, uh, the two the number um, you know well, I guess that, we'll say the top three things that tend to come up are, are safety first. Anything mm -hmm. you can add to my car that makes me safer is great. Second is anything that can help entertain me on my drive. Uh, and third is anything that can make me more productive. Uh, and so the kind of the, the whole idea here is that um, all of those elements can be can be improved and, and that that's actually what users are saying they still want to see in these cars as well. And it's going to remain the case even going into autonomous vehicles, which I know we'll touch more later, but the, we start to just briefly touch on the concept of, of being able to have trust in these systems. Right. Um, if it's a semi-autonomous one where, where you don't trust it, uh, you know, there's some safety implications there as well that, that we can help get around. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, as you were saying that, I think n navigation would be another one as well. Although I suppose you could put that into into productivity. Getting getting somewhere on time is is a, a form of productivity. But just finding your route and uh, being able to offload some of that uh, some of that mental uh, overhead to to the car is really important too. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So we were talking about safety, obviously. So the manufacturers want to improve safety because it helps sell the cars. It allows them to make more money. It also allows them to uh, conform with regulations. I, I know that the safety regulations on cars are very stringent these days. Um, mm -hmm. So voice can help in, in all of these ways as well. Um, there's many sensors in the cars these days, external, internal. Um, I, I assume these, this is part of what's driving um, the ability for you to offer these services. It's the, it's the rise in the, the sensor technology and the sophistication of those sensors, as well as all the software side of things, the AI, et cetera. Can you give us an idea of some of the sensors that are in the car that you guys are, are using in order to be able to deliver these services? Yeah, so I'll start with some of the more direct ones I think are more obvious and can go on from there. Mm -hmm. uh, with driver monitoring systems becoming more popular in the car and, and soon enough being required in, in Europe, for example, um, you've got a, a camera. Um, there that, that's able to help keep drivers safe, make sure that they're staying alert to, and aware as they should. Get that's back an safety inter here. interior facing camera, right? So it's a camera looking at the yep. driver. And whereabouts is that positioned yep. in the car? It's not right in the middle of the dash looking straight at you, I'd hope. Uh, well, it, I mean, it depends on the automaker. And I think there's a lot of uh, automakers that are trying to decide where that's going to be in the future years. I'm afraid that's the end of this episode's free preview. That's right, full episodes of the Voice Tech Podcast are only available for a limited period of time after their release. The full one-hour episode is available to Voice Tech Pro subscribers, along with all the other episodes we've produced. Go to voicetechpodcast.com pro, where for just a few dollars a month, you can become a Voice Tech Pro and receive a range of exclusive benefits. Voice Tech Pros get more content each month, you unlock access to the entire catalogue of full-length episodes, including this episode. You can enjoy extra content, 
such as exclusive interviews just for Voice Tech Pro subscribers, plus bonus questions in the main interviews. And you also get to hear episodes sooner than everyone else, weeks ahead of their public release, in fact. Voice Tech Pros also get a special role in our online community, high quality episodes with no ads and studio quality sound, and a chance to support the show and ensure we keep on producing more great episodes like this one. So please go to voicetechpodcast.com slash pro and become a Voice Tech Pro today.